called Dicks and Dragons. Uh, it's actually kind of funny because it just suggested waking up at Hobbit Home, Lord of the Rings ASMR. Ew. Okay. Alright, well, let's, uh, let's fucking do this. Uh, sir, I need you to not be so uh, <coughs> vulgar. Oh, it's we're about to get, we're talking about, about a get... family-friendly show. It's about to get Watch very your fucking vulgar. language. <laughs> Welcome to the real no, reporters. No, no, no. Yes! Because, because I prepared real for this. Reporters lives. What is dead may never die. That's right. <laughs> fucking prepared for this shit. Uh, it's Game of Thrones, guys. We're gonna be talking about Game of Thrones episodes one and two from season eight. Uh, I can't promise that we're going to follow every single week because we've been pretty bad about it so far, but we're going to try. Uh, I blame you, try. Jeff. I blame you. I mean, I blame everybody. It's okay. I blame I blame the Starks. I blame the Lannisters. I blame George R. R. Martin for not finishing his fucking book series. Why would he? Why would he? Why would he bother at this point? <laughs> I mean, I like, mean, they're, this, they're you know what he's going to do? Well, not them, but... Basically, what he's going to do is he's going to sit there and he's going to watch the ending. He's going to sit there and he's going to say, hmm, let's see. Yes, the general public hates this. I'm going to change that and I'm going to release this book and say everything that happened on the show was not canon. David. What? You think George R.R. R. Martin gives a fuck what anybody but himself thinks? Uh, no. He would not have killed so many beloved characters if he did. But I mean, he but, literally still writes on a computer that's for, not connected off, to the first internet. First off, there is nothing beloved about that little shit pile of a little fucktard king, uh, or anything that comes out of the mall of. I Linus didn't say every pussy. character he killed was beloved. Okay, uh, I second, said he kills every character that was beloved. Eh. Yeah. Like who? Like who? Name one character that died that was beloved. Ned Stark. Uh, I Ned said Stark. beloved. Yeah, yeah. He Ned wasn't Stark beloved. Was... Yeah, he, he was, was a fat fuck who couldn't see his own dick. I'm sorry. Are you talking about Baratheon? Ned Stark? Yeah, or are you talking about bad. Robert Baratheon? Because Ned Stark wasn't just... that fat. Yeah, I don't know. In the movie, he was Baratheon fat. was fat. Was a fat in the fuck. show, he's pretty fat. I mean, don't get me wrong. No, see what happened was Ned Stark looks like the beginnings of Henry VIII or whomever the fat king was that decided to rape and pillage all the women's. Um, but Ned what? Stark was, wasn't was Henry VIII? I think Robert Baratheon's more Henry VIII. That's what I'm saying, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, no, no, I'm saying... With the six he, wives? Yeah, I'm saying, like, Robert Baratheon as at wife six, Ned Stark is at wife two, you know? <laughs> the fuck? I'm talking about in terms of, of Henry VIII's progression into fact, fact okay. fuck worthlessness. I mean, Baratheon's on wife one and a half. I don't believe he had a half? wife before Cersei. No, no, not literally he wanted in the to Game marry of Thrones series. I'm talking about in comparison to Henry VIII. I, okay. You've been watching too many, like, romance Can I, time period pieces. I just need to interject Have something I? before we get too far down this conversation. Uh, this episode will be full of spoilers. So, please, apparently the spoilers of Robert Baratheon being Henry okay. VIII. Um... He's dead. That was, uh, season <laughs> He's one. That doesn't need a spoiler tag. Okay, okay, but so there will on. be relevant. There will be spoilers. spoilers I too. will spoil first thing first. <laughs> uh, 
Well, hold, hold on. So, hold on. This no, no, no. Is, I got to no. say it. I got to say on. it. Hold on. I got to finish. It. Let me finish my warning, please. Oh, I'll hurry up and warn. Season eight, episodes one and two. If you haven't watched it, please turn away now. This is going to be bad stuff for you. If you haven't watched yes. those episodes, you're going to have a bad time. Or anything about Game of Thrones, because we're going to spoil the whole damn series. That's right. All right. Carry on. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Judge Snow baked his aunt. Okay. I figured, oh, okay. I'm good. That was last season. That That's happened not a eight. That happened like. End of season seven, dude. Yeah. I know. That was a spoiler, though. For, and he did uh, it more than once. But that wait, was two now, years now ago. Has. Now he has. Was it two years ago? Yes, it's been two years. Oh, literally two years ago. <laughs> it's been two years since that I was going to say, I was like, maybe like two I mean, two maybe months. not quite two years yet, but. Um, another spoiler. It's been a long fucking time. Arya Stark has some nice breasts. Okay, we'll get into that. I'm still really <laughs> weirded out by that. Why? Because you have a penis and it worked for some reason? No. Just, it doesn't uh, work? I'm sorry, Jeff. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> do we, do we want to like break it down by episode? Or do yeah, we cross let's do episodes? it. Let's go with episode one. The Phantom Menace. It was horrible. Jesus Christ. What? Am you, I wrong you, by naming you it not, The Phantom Menace? Did you not like the first episode? No, the first episode was horrifying. You know, Why you know, was it you horrifying? Could, for one, it was basically shot for shot of episode two uh, of Star Wars. It, very little difference. The only difference was the hair color and the dragons instead of X-Wings and Starfighters. Okay. You know, apparently uh, Lucas... Michael, has David... Did David take something before he got on here? I don't fucking know, dude. David <laughs> what do you is think? Like... He's like Keeper or something? <laughs> no, you're like he's... manic. <laughs> I'm just asking David's for Michael's David's fucking opinion. lost his shit. And he's comparing like every little thing to. Oh my god, David's been David's been researching. Uh, it's kind of scary, actually. Some crackpot reviews on this show <laughs> and just throwing their their parallels out at our audience. This is my he parallel. He hasn't verified them himself. I, oh my I don't, goodness! No, uh, am I wrong? It, has George Lucas not guest starred or guest guest directed this episode one? For like five is that minutes. why you're making Star Wars references? Yes. It, for, it's like Star because Wars. Because the Clone because Wars Lucas happened in this episode. It literally, it was literally like five minutes. That he yeah, I know. It's five minutes, too. He, it was the shittiest love scene in the entire world uh, right there uh, with uh, Daenerys Targaryen and um, Baratheon. Snow. No, it's not Jon Snow. His name is uh, Aegon Targaryen. Targaryen. Ooh, whatever. Is it Targaryen or is it Targaryen? Yes. Targaryen. Targaryen? Like Tar? Daenerys like Targaryen. But, not, but you're not supposed to emphasize Tar that hard. It's Targaryen. <laughs> Targaryen. 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 Right. Way, have, uh, we will not have an enunciation guide, by the way. Thank God. Uh, uh, because all that. I know is Aegon sounds a little bit too much like a Lord of the Rings reference. I mean, this whole show could be a Lord of the Rings reference. Especially yeah. the second episode. We'll get to that, though. Uh, so first episode, a lot of people <laughs> thought it was kind of boring. Giant's milk. Uh, it wasn't boring. It I, was you just, know, it was boring. It was, it was, boring. it was, um, against the grain. And the only reason why I say it's against the grain is because people were like, oh, we've only got six episodes this season. So everybody's it's about die. to go down. And episodes one and two, that wasn't like that, but I do have to say, uh, I did enjoy the parallels to the very first episode of Game of Thrones to this, like the introductions of the characters. Yeah. Um, like how they introduced Daenerys and Jon back into the fold and Arya. And I love Bran so much because he's such an awkward fuck. 
He's just like staring at everybody. He's Have you like, seen how he does that? Yeah, he doesn't. And, so how he manages the creepy stare? Yeah, because he doesn't. Um, he can't see without glasses. Doesn't wear his glasses, <laughs> so right. he's just literally he can't see you, so he can't focus on you. Right. So he's just, and then he just adds a little he bit of has awkwardness. This perfect awkward stare. Right. But it, like that shit bores into your soul. It literally bores into your soul, and I love it because everyone doesn't know like how to how to deal with that stare. They're just like you're really you, you creepy me feel little uncomfortable. Fuck. Also, I love his line of "We don't have time for any of this," and then they proceed to have a dragon ride that takes a good ten minutes. It feels uh, like ten minutes. No, it was long. Well, I mean, if you think about it in terms of timeline in in that world, is probably at least two two to three hours yeah. minimum. Plus, they had to have sex, so thirty more minutes. I don't know. Do you think they actually had sex? Because he looked very awkward in front of the dragons. I mean, do you think he? Do you think he could actually muster the little Jon Snow? I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> he's he's used to having sex in the middle of the winter. Uh, I don't so know why I thought the little Jon Snow was so funny. <laughs> why are you calling it little Snow? <laughs> you know, because wake little up, John. little Snow. You gotta come out and play. It's little. It's little, it's little John. <laughs> really? <laughs> a Robin Hood reference? <laughs> I mean, wait. That's not Robin Hood. You didn't. Yeah, it is. It's not Robin Hood. No. That's little, little John and the East Side Boys. Isn't Little John one of the main characters in Robin Hood? I think. Hold on. I may have to. I feel like he was I, the one I, with I, the staff. I, I, <clears throat> Little little John, and oh, not yeah, the rapper. Yeah. No, yeah, you're right, little John. Ha ha! Second in <laughs> Obscure command. Obscure reference for the win. Here we go. We'll put that up on the monitor. <laughs> <clears throat> little John, second in command of uh, the Merry Men. Hey, see, look, yeah, there. Oh, that's even better. The Merry oh, Men. Merry Men. <laughs> oh, Merry Men. Oh, Merry Men. He's second in command. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Sam. Is Friar Tuck. <laughs> uh yeah i could see that happening oh actually. man so that part in the episode was so was cringeworthy great. he did such a great job of acting and i oh, felt he really did. so bad for him because too. you could sit there you could see everything that he's taking in well so like he gets the first part right and daenerys is like yo i totally killed your dad and he was like ah you know what that's okay i didn't really like it that's but fine I also killed your brother and he's like oh it's cool i'll just i'll just uh, you know, stay with my brother and she's like well how about that <laughs> well you he's see. roasty toasty too and you and then he's just like oh well fuck you then can <laughs> question the queen i suppose nor my best friend's I don't know. I just I love the interactions in this episode so much. They did a very good job of having everyone interact with each other. Like they were able to do a slow burn, and I really appreciated that. Sansa is just like fuck you. I don't like you, Daenerys. Oh, and, uh, totally, dude. It's totally worth it. That, I mean, that not moment, worth it. I mean, it's totally understandable though. That, that moment where gotta... Daenerys is just like, oh, you're so beautiful and you're so great. Sansa's like, okay fucking see through your shit right now right well i mean you gotta realize sansa sansa has earned her title of uh warden of the north or you know you don't think uh you don't think that daenerys has earned her title i she doesn't have a title she's 
got well, like fifty. Yeah, she's got like a, a ton of titles. I mean, yes, she does, but About nothing half of that's recognized. Not earn, but well, she did it's earn none of the other half. Well, I'm saying more in line with uh, the king, the Seven Kingdoms. None of that is really recognized by any of them, except for I think maybe one: the fact that she's heir or in theory heir to the throne. Till we find out the more accurate truth. Well, okay, so. We'll, we'll get to that because that's obviously episode well partially episode two um there wasn't a lot of huge moments in this episode there wasn't anything that was super earth shattering there was like no action whatsoever right and that's fine i mean it, it's it's one of those this this episode and the next episode are literally like i feel like if if they had done it correctly they could have literally had like part one, part two, and then part three have this all be called the Battle of Winterfell and air it like all in one weekend. So you would tune in on part one on Friday, part one on Saturday, part three on Sunday. And it would be like a little mini trilogy. Actually, you could have strung the two ep- first two episodes together, and I would have been perfectly fine with that. Yeah, well, if they'd have strung the first two episodes broken up over three days... You know how pissed people would have been to tune in three times and not get a fight? Oh, no, no. I'm saying, Unless so you, you got episode one is, is on Friday. Episode two is on Saturday. And then episode three, the, the, the conclusion is on Sunday. Saying for the whole season? No, for, for this battle. This big battle. I think it would have been, I mean, been interesting to see. Because like, I totally could see uh, episode one and two being like, a movie that you Build would up. tune into. Yeah. And then episode three is just like, or I'm just, yeah, episode three would be like the conclusion. Cause that's going to be almost a feature length episode in and of itself. So it's 90 minutes long. So it's going to be a huge ass episode. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm slightly worried because they have a lot to wrap up and they just burned two episodes with people running around getting their rocks off. So, to to address that, the next two episodes, though, I don't think so. I mean, so what do you think it is? Is it two episodes for the for the the battle of the living versus the dead, and then two episodes for the settle the throne? I mean, well, okay. So if we if we just step back a second. Let's just go over like kind of the the events in this, right? You know, you know, Daenerys and John obviously know who they are now in the world. So yeah. that's going to be a conflict that'll come later, right? So that's going to have to be settled in some episode, presumably not the next episode, because that's going to be just a giant ass battle. Um, and then in addition I mean, you think, to that, do you think that it's going to be one episode for the battle? For this particular part of the battle i guess i'll I'll say i don't think they have time to be breaking up the battle into multiple parts of the battle because like i said they've got four episodes left right so here here's the thing this is the battle of winterfell the next episode of that will be the battle of king's landing have you been have you been like reading any theories at all 
No, I've been staying away from anything Game of Thrones related because of spoilers. You never know when you're going to come across somebody saying, oh, no, like, actually, oh, this is what three. happens, and they're going to spoil that shit. Yeah, so, this is what happens episode three I, and four. I have not myself, but I have okay. Uh, theories. Okay, so my boss came up with this one, the way he explained it to me. I just want to throw caution in the wind and say that I have a huge sinking feeling that he didn't actually, that wasn't not an original thought. Okay. The reason why I say that is because everyone has been like, this is what's going to happen. So in the trailer for season, th- or ep- I keep wanting to say season three. I don't know why. Episode three. Okay. Um, and we can get back on the nuances of the other episodes later. But episode three, there is no Night King shown in that trailer. Right. At all. Okay. He wasn't in the end of episode two. Right. He wasn't in that like lineup. And you think like if you're really there to like impress and like make people fear you, wouldn't you think you'd have like a dragon kind of just roaming around in the sky, shooting flames everywhere and be like, I'm fucking here. I'm going to make this happen. My theory, and I'm pretty sure, and I haven't even talked to anybody about this. I've been uh, away from everybody and everything since the beginning of season uh, episode one. Uh, my theory is actually going to be that the battle Winterfell, Winter, the battle of Winterfell, Winterfell is actually a diversion. Yeah, everyone has that theory, David. Oh, really? Everyone. God damn it! The theory <laughs> is the reason strategically that you're not going to see the dragon in that fight early, and the reason we haven't seen Daenerys' dragons preparations for it. Because your dragons are the equivalent of artillery. Right. Your artillery is not the first in. Your artillery is behind the army. Oh, no, You're no, Michael. No, 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 Michael. The artillery isn't even going to be at that battle. The artillery is actually going to be at King's Landing. Yeah. Right. I understand that. That's what I'm saying. Is That's, that's my plot hole. I want to poke in that theory. Is that you don't put the dragon at the front of the army if the other side has a way to kill it quickly. We right. watched the Night King drop a dragon out of the sky with one spear. No, no. I Okay. What I mean by that is is that the Night King isn't even going to be at the Battle of Winterfell. Like, no, I, I know what you're saying. Okay. So and that's, why, that's what I'm saying is the counter to that is the reason you're not seeing them is not because he's on his way to Winterfell. Well, no, that's not that's not the whole basis for that theory, though. The other part of it is, is that like it makes perfect sense. Because he knows where Bran is at all times. If if his goal is to kill Bran, he doesn't have to fucking like find him. He knows where he's at. He can take his sweet time in that happening. There's two He doesn't have to send an army to do that. He doesn't have to send an army to do that. But you know what would be convenient for him is is that okay, I could go to a place that has zero opposition right now, essentially. I could go to Old Town and I could destroy the Citadel, which is conveniently a giant source of information and the history. So, like, if you're going, like, Bran says in episode two, he's like, "What is the Night King's reason for doing that?" Oh, this is what I'm about to explain. Is that Bran explains, "Hey, I am the memory of this world. If you, he, like, he's going to come for me. What also happens to be the memory of the world? 
the Citadel is a huge part of the memory of the world. It has a lot of recorded history within its walls. Right, like, but it lot. is all history written by men, meaning that it is not 100% trustworthy. Oh, of course. Not uh, of course. considered 100% accurate. Also, one, uh, what's not considered to be trustworthy is Brand's visions. Because... Uh, well, they show what could this... be in the, for the future visions. No. Let me... So... His visions, his power comes from the the children of the forest. Children of the forest power, the way that works is through werewood trees. If a werewood tree is not present, it's very difficult for him to see events that have been captured by it. Now, I know he can work into various animals and such, but that doesn't allow him to see the future that just allows him to see what's happening at that current moment. Right. So there's a strong possibility that Bran, who who's, seems like, oh yeah, I got this all fucking planned out, I think he's going to be completely wrong. I think he still might get killed? Or he might warg into a dragon? Um, I, I hope I'm completely wrong, because I think it'd be really badass is, is if he actually... Wargs into the Night King's dragon and fucks everything up. That would be. I don't think he can. The Night King's dragon is not alive. Does he? Does it have to be alive for him to work into it? I would assume so because it is I don't not know. an animal. It is a resurrected being. Keep in mind that his magic stems from the same place the Night King's magic stems from, which is Children of the Forest. So, okay. The reason he can't warg into the dragon, uh, into the Night King's dragon. It's because it would it would give him the same power to warg into the Night King himself and just kill the Night King. Suicide. Maybe. And end the whole fucking thing. Maybe. I don't know. Because we already know he can warg into humans. Right. Now, Hodor versus Night King, there's a whole different level of intellect there, I understand that, but... I don't... I think the fact that the Night King is technically the undead... And the dragon is technically the undead, would be what blocks him from warging into them. Well, and also the Night King's power is kind of unknown. Like he he knows he knows when Bran is watching him because he that's how he was able to brand him. Right. So there's a connection there of some sort, and I I can't. There's so many people that are like, well, Bran is the Night King. I don't hold up to that. I don't. It just doesn't make any sense to me. But. I don't know. That's kind of my thoughts for episode three. Obviously, a large battle. Um, kind of going back, you know, stepping back a little bit to these episodes. Episode one was fine. Episode two is actually probably my favorite in recent memory just because of literally they brought everybody who's still, like, technically alive, almost. Just to, like, have these interactions with people, like, uh, Jorah meeting his fucking cousin for the first time. That was pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Um, meeting, meeting Lady Mormont. Yeah. There's just like little moments like that. And like you, you get the sense that this is it. Like there is a good chance that every single character on this screen has the opportunity to die. Oh, I've, I've already got a running list of who's already basically dead. So it's, let's go through it. Let's go through it. It's getting it. long. Grey Worm and his and his girlfriend are dead. Uh, I don't know that his girlfriend is necessarily dead. 
I don't uh, know. Masande, Any, I think her it, name it, is. Yeah, Masande. Anytime they talk about like, oh, we'll go here after all of this is I over think with. One of them is guaranteed dead. Next two episodes. Probably him. Both both is possible. Yeah. But both of them living, I, not not happening. So I have a feeling that maybe she like tries to go help him somehow and he he's like she's like, I'm here to help you. And then she gets like stabbed and he's like, No, or then the someone else kills no, him. I think she's I think she's trying to protect somebody. I mean, I don't have they said whether uh for her name now, the Targaryen girl. Daenerys? Daenerys. Have they said whether Daenerys is actually gonna be fighting or not? Uh no, but I assume like, I would so. imagine she'd be on the back of a dragon, but at the same time I could also see them. Well, so the episode three trailer crib. episode three trailer has a shot of someone riding a dragon and people have already pretty much confirmed that it's her because of the hair color. Oh, okay. So I imagine she's gonna be fighting somehow, some way. Um and then, you know, obviously so the crypts. Let's talk about the crypts. Oh. You want me just to bring him in? User was moved to your channel. There he is. Audrey. Hey, Todd. Hi. What, what where, are you, you doing, where are y'all at? Uh, we were talking about the Crips. We just got to the Crips. The safest place. Yeah. Which it's... means everybody's going to die. So, uh, um, not everybody. Just you know, there's, there's a couple die. of things with this, right? Because I hope so. the Night King can raise the <laughs> dead. <laughs> Not but, in the crypts, though. But how dead can he I mean, go? I I mean, he's I been raising mom. people who've been frozen under the snow. However, yeah, if you've been frozen, frozen under the snow, you're not decomposing. Yeah, you've right. seen Cino Man. So, like, within a couple of years, you, you know... So, as the crypts go down deeper and deeper and deeper, you get older and older and older, right? Now... Another thing to remember about the crypts is they're not burying whole bodies down there. No? Did they have uh, all of Ned Stark? No. So I know, okay. They, they had some Ned of his Stark, bones. Ned Stark, I realize, isn't an obvious one. Who, who is obvious, though, is Caitlin Stark. Okay. Because there's a strong possibility that, you know, when she was shipped back... Lady Ironheart? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking is going to happen is, is that she's going to come back in an alter because in the books, she is she is alive in the books but not as Caitlyn Stark. Lady she Ironheart? Is, exactly, she's Lady Ironheart. She's effectively a white who is going around avenging uh, the deaths of her family. So, I don't know. I think it'll be very interesting to see what's going to happen in there, but that being said, you have a shit ton of dead people that could potentially kill people within the crypts. Uh, Lyanna uh, Stark. Lyanna Stark. Hmm. Well, okay. How long and does a it take? a zombie. Yeah, but how long does it take for a body to completely, like, how uh, long does it take for skeletons to go into bone meal? I mean, according to Minecraft, instantly. Well, uh, <laughs> obviously. Uh, according to real life, like the Vatican crypts, it takes a while. Takes a very long time. Uh, okay. So Leanna bone meal is normally accomplished by grinding the bones. Leanna is a the, real possibility because John's only like what? Keep in mind what? that we have 16? fossils of dinosaurs. 
Right. And John's no. only like supposed to be 18, 20? No, no he's he'd, in be his old, mid- he'd be much older because he's uh, in his 30s. Our Arya Stark is supposed to be 18. Jon Snow's supposed to be 30s? Yeah. Late, er, late 20s, early 30s. I mean, it makes sense. He's not the youngest. Like, if you, if you think about it realistically, Rick on, Rick on oh, Rick on, actually, might come back. <laughs> oh, I just forgot about that. You got your fucking mic. He's 22 years old. Okay. Oh, okay. 22 in the show? <laughs> Kit, uh, no, wait. At the start of the show. No, it's Kit Harrington. No, it's Kit Harrington. At the start of the uh, books, he was 14. Yeah, at the start of the books, he was 14. This has gone. This these books. But all the characters, all the characters have been aged up, though. Well, yeah, but he's. I still don't think thirties. I think uh, high twenties, mid twenties. Okay, well, let's go with that. What's uh? Oh, you're he's, saying like the amount of time it would take for. For the sake of not being a pedophile, I'm gonna say Arya is 18 years old on the dot. <laughs> as, soon as, as soon as that battle, uh, right before the battle. She she just so she took off her pants. It was her birthday. <laughs> David, she never you, took off her pants. She took off her shirt. suit. I know you have a thing for that for that chick, man. But I I hated You're that welcome. scene. I hated that scene so much. Why? You're welcome, hate David. The scene. Uh, look, I, hate, I hate it. I hated the scene because I think it was the most important. Hold on, hold on. I think in terms of the show, this was a very important part for character development for Arya, because for one, it shows that she is no longer. She's not like completely emotionally dead. It too. I think it. I think it can't get out of completely left field because she is kind of emotionally dead. She doesn't. This I isn't. You assume she is, but this proves that she isn't. I honestly, the fact that she went back and killed Argus Filch shows that yep. she's not emotionally dead because she loves her family and right. she's avenging them. Exactly. She's not emotionally dead. I don't dead. think emo- she is. I think, I think she- it's just. It's not just practicality, but she's on a sense like a, an urgent mission to to avenge her family. She's very she's very hardened as uh, and right. as you must yeah, be to be an hardened. assassin. But that's the, I mean the fact that she chose uh, the bastard uh, the, the Baratheon bastard to be her uh, man of first in the yeah books? okay let's go with that yeah. I mean, it makes sense that she she wanted to find someone who she has a um, an interest in, uh, a connection to, and also go Gendry, uh, right? Well, I, I mean, it's just, I just it makes it's, sense. It's random. I think you're just upset at the fact that you what you watched for the last seven years is old enough to get laid. <laughs> And, I mean, and that's partially, and it has that has a lot to do with it, but also like it's not, it's it, not the character. Yeah, are you sure though? Because if you think about it, I hundred percent think it's her character. I don't exactly, because you got why not? Because I, I mean, I'm sorry, but if I feel like I'm going to die the next day, I want to do one of two things. Sex is one it's of the, them. So it's the one. It's okay. the fact that the fact that she. Is facing her mortality. There is an army of the dead, and her assassin skills are not going to protect her from essentially millions of corpses coming at her. Yeah, right. but here, here's the thing in in the episode or, or in that same Todd, stop eating shit. Nope. <laughs> oh 
Oh my god! I asked y'all to wait. Y'all didn't wait. <laughs> okay. Didn't I made wait. it. Cl- I made it clear what time I was gonna be here. Yeah, and then we realized that you said you'd be home around seven thirty. No, we're not assholes. We have a reason for this because Michael has to leave at a certain time. Michael is more important, so I understand. User was moved out of your channel. User was moved to your channel. User disconnected from. Oh, for God's sake! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyways, I've completely lost my train of thought. Uh, we were arguing about Arya and her getting laid. I don't think she's worried about death. Are you sure? Because she still has a list. She has to fulfill the assassin. I really, list. I really that think it means anything. That doesn't. That doesn't mean she's afraid of death. Oh, fuck! Everyone's afraid of death. Okay, literally I think it's in that the first same time episode. She, I think this is the first time. Since she went through all of her assassin training and did all of her character development into the person she is now, that she has actually been in a situation that she feels like she cannot fight her way out of. She has no nah. control at all nah. in this situation. She really doesn't, if you think about it. Because being trained by the faceless men uh, gave her the ability to uh, be whoever she needs to be in order to commit her assassinations. The level of training that is required for that is that no different than a spy. A spy, it's, it'd be no different than asking uh, James Bond to, to fight at World War II or, or something like that uh, and be a part of a, a, a unit or a battalion. He's probably going to die because his skill set does not translate to rifles. His skill set doesn't translate to uh, battlefield tactics. Neither does Arya Stark's skill set translate to actual uh, true combat in a battlefield. Like Jon Snow's ability, being a night watchman, he's been in many, many skirmishes. Same thing with uh, what? What's uh, what? Who? What? Who's the? Uh, who's the sister fucker? What's his name again? Jamie um, Lannister. Jamie, exactly. He's been in many, many battles. Same thing with the newly knighted uh, ugly woman. I can't remember her name. Brienne uh, of Tarth. Yeah, there you go. Same how thing, did you? How do you forget these character names so quick? Because have you watched the show? Uh, many times. I, I feel like you don't retain anything. I don't, because you know why? There's so many damn characters! And yet, I have no problem remi- remembering almost all of them. I'm okay, not as on, emotionally Jeff, invested you as you are. Because you go and you research and you read all the fan theories... How do I not count? And you've read the books. Because you're obsessed with the series. I've read all the books. You're obsessed with the show. You're obsessed with the series. It'd be no different than me. I don't know. What would I be more obsessed with than you? Because hmm. think about it. David has a very short attention span. Yeah, he's uh-huh. watched the shows, and there's air quotes there. But you know he's sticking <laughs> around on his phone, playing some fucking game on his phone. I mean, doing that is something true. and not that paying attention true. to the show. We'll, we'll be talking about some pivotal scene. And then scene he's like, oh David shit, there's like... tits on the screen. And it's all of a sudden he's fixated on it and Morgan just stares at him. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> I feel Thanks. like, I'm just saying. That, I mean, you pretty much nailed it on that, the head. That right scene there. could have been not in the, in the episode and I would have been perfectly fine. What, the night? The I night think scene? they could have, imp- I think it would have been better if they only implied it. Like, yeah. Imp- like, just implied that she went and got some. I, I don't know the oh, whole Aria. stripping okay. part. I was just not. Yeah. That wasn't. That wasn't. I like, mean, who? I mean, at this point, everyone's been naked. 
Why not? Yeah, her? but it's just. <clears throat> I think it. I think it. Well, for one, I was reading the. Uh, what do you call those things? The uh, behind the scenes. Uh, she had complete control over what she was al- she was going to show. Yes, but did you also see what they told her before they started? The day? Hey, by the way, you're going to be in nude scenes. She's she literally thought it was a prank. She didn't believe it, right? Right, but at the same time, she did have control over what she was going to. Of course, she did. Right. I mean, as in you know, that's cool. But I'm just saying, like, if I had a problem with it, just imagine the fucking crew who's grown up with her watching that scene. It was probably not the same crew. Uh, it's been free, dude. The director of the show is the guy who directed the very first episode of Game of Thrones. So okay, yes, and this director apparently was okay with doing it because he's the one who let it happen. I'm just, just saying, saying. I'm sure. I'm sure that there's a difference between being told <clears throat> it's going to happen and then actually. Okay, doing so it. who do you think made the call to do it? To do oh, the writers. Thing? The writers for sure. But the at writers, the same the time, writers, the director, the director have to. probably could have vetoed it. No. Again, I think it's a very important part of her character development. I don't. I, I think oh, it is. Okay, I don't think fucking, they necessarily fucking need is to not show character her. development. Fucking oh, is shit. just fan service. Eh, no, it literally is. is. It on, literally no, no, no. is. I'll tell fan you why. Service, you know why fan service is, is not fucking? It's fan service because everyone's like, oh, Gendry and Arya, that would be a fucking cool ship. Let's do it. And then if they're it, like, they made it, it happen. Just, if it was just fucking then we quite literally would have gone from a shot of something else to a shot of them fucking and then a shot elsewhere. Bingo. This was not just that. There was character... Okay, I see what you're saying. The fucking wasn't required for the character development, but the scene had both. Right. It showed that she thought that, that she's not sure that she's going to survive this battle. She is trying to, one, get over her nerves... And two, taking care of some unfinished business. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, no. But seriously, think about it. It, I mean, the last thing most people want to do, especially if they're eighteen. I get, I'll tell you this right now. I know this for a fact. People in the army, when they're eighteen, they're about to go to into battle. The last thing you want to do is go in as a virgin. That's one very important milestone in your life. That you want to be able to, not to be able to get over or be check off your list, if you will. So, okay, let me ask you this: from a personal perspective, did it matter to you that much that she got laid? No, no. no. Your milestone did it matter to you that much? Considering when I, I lost my I virginity, it war, was so. I mean, I'm just, I'm I just lost... saying. I'm just saying in general. Just just pull in back general, for a second. We'll say there general, wasn't a war happening. Say, say if there wasn't a war happening and I was right. able to get laid. I mean, being a a guy it, and very stereotypical guy at that, it was a very important milestone. I did a little cheer afterwards, um, but that was just me. That's that's. I mean, that's, <laughs> I'm that's just imagining babyface David going, "Yay!" <laughs> what do you think? I was eight. <laughs> you gonna ring the sex gong? <laughs> okay, okay even dog. better. Even did you better. Say dog or gong? Even better. I said my dog. Yeah, my balls <laughs> dropped instantly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I just grew a beard just simultaneously when I lost my virginity. <laughs> oh, see, okay, okay. Jessica, thank you for your perspective. She says as a female, no, it was not important for her. I, mm, 
See, I don't think the sex specifically was important for her. I think it was that more of that. I mean, I, I have think, a feeling. Do you think she was actually like? I think she always had a thing for um, Gendry. Well, no shit. I mean, that's possible. No, it's wait, it's, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. What alluded. do you mean by no shit? It's been alluded to all the way back when she was with him uh, as a blacksmith. Then she's checking off something she wanted to do. Nah. Since she was a blacksmith. Or rather someone. She wasn't a blacksmith. Whatever. He was the was the blacksmith, not yes. her. Yes. Either way. I don't know. I just felt I feel like if if, if they did it Michael's way where they just imply that it happened, it would have been much better. But at the same time, you don't get it. You don't get an understanding of why she was nervous, how she needed to find okay. out certain information. I mean, David, like, okay, the scene would have been fine if they had ended I'm on just, just them kissing. Yeah, and like and like slow pan over, done. Okay, I would have been okay with that too. Honestly, I would have. It makes no difference on the fact that they they didn't necessarily have to show her topless. Uh, about to ride him. There, there was no real necessi- necessity of that. I will give you that, Jeff. But the entire, the the majority of the scene was them, was her talking to uh uh, damn it, I forgot Gendry, trying uh-huh. to basically. I mean, she had a plan of 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 betting him. We we know this. That was one of those things where she's like, you know what. She was nervous about it at first. That's why she went up to those other guys uh, on the wall. Realized, you know what? Why would I want to stick with these guys that are angry and, and, and upset at the world when I could be doing something that means something for me? There you go. That's what... Then she went and found Gendry. She lured <laughs> him in. She used, she used him more than anything else. All right. I don't know that she so much used him... As uh, I'm not saying he's not a willing participant. I'm made saying it very that she, obvious what she wanted, and right, he did not say no. Exactly, which again, he, he, it's not necessarily a. It may or may or not be love based. Todd, if you're going to comment, you may as well get back on the fucking show. Stop playing I'm saying, Apex. I'm saying she used him. I think she used him in a sense where, you know what, he was a likely uh, target, if you will. There was a previous uh, interest between the two. I mean, if you're going to go out, you might as well go out uh, having an important milestone in your life taken uh, uh, achieved. There you go. Because I, I think it was more important to her than most people realize, considering the fact that she had to figure out whether or not he was going to be a decent lover. What was the point of her asking whether or not she, how many men she's been, or how many women she's been with, or uh, well, could have been could have been men. We don't know for sure. I mean, Fair she enough. quite literally said <clears throat> that it was something she wanted to do, right? Because you know, there's a good chance she was going to die. Like she quite literally said that. All right, mm-hmm. all right. And and just because it may not be number one on some women's lists or rather not an important milestone it was to her and that's all, all i know is is that you were very obsessed with this scene i i did it mainly because i wanted to fuck with you because i know how uncomfortable it makes you huh. 
I actually believe that. Let's talk about the fireside scene. I'm done with this scene. Let's move on. The, I love the fireside scene. It was that was probably one of the best scenes in the entire show. It was. It was because like you had so many characters coming together, all which, drunk. Which uh, uh, what's his people name? People that have uh, had some very interesting and complicated interactions. Right, and not only that, but it was actually pointed out that they all, at one point in their time, have tried to take over Winterfell. Uh, no, no. Tyrion well, never tried it over to take Winterfell. Who? I, I feel. I feel more so that it's they've all been kind of common enemies at one point. I think I can't remember exactly what he alluded to. Uh, 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 Therian, Therian, Therian. Tyrion. Like, Tyrion's Tyrion? never tried to take Winterfell. Uh, yeah, Brienne has like never he... tried to take Winterfell. But Didn't she has say... tried to. I feel. Well, how did? How were they all connected? Because I remember him saying. Okay, let's just to let's just take that... let's just take a step back. In that okay. room, you had Jamie and Tyrion. You had. Um, or they at least Sir Davos against... the Unionite, Sir Davos yeah. the Unionite, Podrick Payne, Brienne of Tarth. I, I don't think know how that you remember was all it. these damn people. I think that was it. Right? Uh, Tormund? Tormund, yes, thank you. So they've and all did, wait about what was an eye patch there? No, Beric Dondarrion was on the wall with the hound. I no, okay, you know what? I have to take my, my th- I think that was the second best scene in the whole series. Uh, the, or, I mean the show. The first best of the sh- of the show? Of the show, the best scene was the uh, giant smoke scene. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Tormund, like, fucking knocked it out of the park with that. That was. I don't know how he kept a straight face. Well, honestly, it's no. just funny because, like, he's just trying real hard to impress the giant lady, right? He just wants, <laughs> yeah. he just wants that to happen. And that look of just, like, mild disgust <laughs> on her face. That's awesome. And then you have Jamie in the background that's, like, trying so hard not to laugh. Oh, you could tell he was trying. I mean, you know he was out of character when he was doing Of that course. Too. But, I mean, like. But yeah, it wasn't intentional, but it worked so well. It did. <laughs> yeah, it really did. It fit the scene because it's like, oh, my God, he's he's actually trying to do this. And then, oh, he's he's making a fucking mess of himself over there. He got damn killed it. I love that actor so much. Do you know how I got the name Giant Spain? <laughs> I killed a giant when I was ten. Also, I have to Popped give props. into bed with his wife and suckled on her teat for three months. <laughs> I have to give major props to the meme community who fucking turns out shit so yes. fucking quick. Oh my god! It, oh, it's just I, incredible, just how quickly people like. It literally oh. looked like it was masterful how quickly they got this shit out. <laughs> it was like people it's almost that like worked they knew on the show had been making memes for months to release with the episodes. Well, but it's so funny because like the episode airs maybe oh I don't know like eight hours, and the next day you have fucking gifts, you have reaction gifts, you have uh, Photoshop. Wait, there's memes. already there's already merch with the uh, giant smoke out there, right? You're just like, God damn, this is incre-. <laughs> of course, you know, just the, the scrutiny on these episodes is so huge. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just the, the fireside chat with that, you know, he is definitely the much needed comedic relief, like in that <laughs> in, in the entire show. Cause you just have so many, like, I almost feel like there's going to be a scene in the next episode 
where they kind of do that whole like Gimli versus Legolas thing where he's like, oh, I fucking killed 35 White Walkers. <laughs> like he will be joking about it probably while he's dying. Yep. He'll probably be like, ah, I fucking took more out than all of you ah, before I died. Oh, no, one. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> I have a feeling. Because he, there's. He, he, he the takes other... out one as he's dying and he goes, that's 32. Exactly. And he's just like, <laughs> fuck you, Jon Snow. <laughs> I was better than you. <laughs> or even better yet, he's just like, I didn't need a fucking flaming sword to take out 35 White Walkers, blah, blah, blah. It's. I think it's something to that effect will happen, and I'm I'm gonna love it, and then I'm gonna cry a little bit because I love that dude. Um, do you think Tormund is gonna die? I have a feeling he'll probably die. I mean, it's almost guaranteed at this. Brianna Tarth probably gonna die. See, I don't think they're gonna kill as many characters. Like, I think Brienne's dead in this fight. I, I don't. Brienne, Grey Worm. Well, actually, I can see Grey Worm surviving in Mithande. Dying. Well, so here um, here's the other part about that episode. There's a lot of other factors that haven't been considered. Um, Melisandre might come back. The, the Red Woman might come back. What is she going to do? Sleep with a zombie? No. <laughs> uh, so the, she the, did. Red she never... the, the Red Priests possess magic. And in some cases, fire. So there might be something interesting happening with that. Not only because, that, but their prophecy hasn't been fulfilled yet. Right. There's the oh, whatever that prophecy that she's always spouting um, about the the fire king or whatever will come back and Lord of Light. Lord of the Light. Yes. Thank you. Lord of the Light welcomes you. The night is dark and full of terrors. Right, yeah, that's right, Jessica. So that's the point I was going to make. Um, so, when she was talking to Varys, she said it is her destiny to die in this strange land, aka Westeros. Yeah, so she has to come back at some point to do something. I have a feeling that she's going to come back, kind of at like the eleventh hour, and maybe turn the tide with other Red Priests. It's not going to be just her. Uh, well, we already know Drogo's coming back. Right. So Drogo's going to come back, fucking slaughter a bunch of people, scream out how he's the uh, Aqua King, and then run off into the sunset. Oh, you mean Cal Drogo? Yeah. No, he's not, he's he's not, not even on back. their... Con- no, wait. No, they burned him. He's dead. No, they didn't. No, he's he's dead. He's no, gone. he's coming he back. He's on a pyre. Why do you think he's, into the pyre why do you think he's coming back? Because he's the Lord of the Light. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. You'll no. see. He's the Lord of the Horses. Okay. <laughs> Melisandre thought that Stannis Baratheon was Lord of the Light, and that ended up happening, and now she thinks Jon Snow is the Lord of the Light. I you know who am... it is. I think totally. she just wants access to King's blood whenever possible is why she hangs around the Baratheons. Well, yeah, how else do you think she's going to be able to stay young and pretty? She's got to suck the blood first. <laughs> Or whatever. I feel like that was the biggest like fuck you in Game of Thrones. It wasn't the red wedding. It was. It was. Oh, it was her. It was when she took out that pendant and she just Blech. like became wrinkles. 
<laughs> Hold on. I'm still. Uh, thank you. Now I have PTSD again. I appreciate you, Jeff. You're welcome. That's my job. I think it was almost as bad as when you sit there, like season three or something like that, when they it just became Revenge of the Dongs, and it was never like a nice. <laughs> You know, David like, had a real David had a real problem when that started happening. He was just I like, did. God damn. But why are there so many penises? <laughs> because I mean, it's just equality, man. That's equality at work. I mean, okay, hold on. I'm sorry. I don't really feel that that's that that much of an equality. I would venture to say more women would rather see a very nice pair of of, of boobs uh, than a wrinkly, flaccid penis. I'm sorry. I just don't feel like there's nothing. There's I'm so nothing. glad my mom's watching this right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you saying that you would you would rather? I mean, is that really equal to you? There is nothing attractive David, about a flaccid. I'm, I'm fucking with you, dude. I don't believe. I you. just think it's funny how uncomfortable it makes you. It does. Remember that? Remember when you said that? Which Remember one? when you were like, "Oh yeah, I, I'm just fucking with you." Oh yeah, I'm obsess- obsessing about that scene. Wait, which time are you talking about? There's been hundreds. Yeah, well, I fuck with you a lot most, more than you fuck with me. Uh, I'm talking about the most like the most recent one with Arya Stark, but you know. Oh yeah, at the, at the beginning of this episode. Yeah. I mean, how long was I talking about that sex scene where you were just like, ugh, ugh, ugh? Well, you still, began to describe she's still things. Twelve. She's you still describe things in detail that I was just like, I'm not even going there. <laughs> so that's. Yeah, I, I was referring to the color of her nipples, Jeff. I yeah, I don't. You can't even see them in the scene. Really? Oh can. my god! <laughs> I don't know if you did some CSI shit where you're just like enhance, <laughs> enhance, color enhance, color balance. <laughs> Jesus Christ! No, I promise I did. Although <laughs> I really appreciate that you think I have that ability. <laughs> no, I just, I just think it'd be funny. You're staring at your computer screen. You go enhance. Oh no, you got to happens. Oh no, you got to do this part though. Enhance. <laughs> enhance. <laughs> Hacker skills. <laughs> oh man. Okay, uh, but 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 in, let's let's get back to the Game of Thrones uh, uh, deal. I just oh. so the the last piece of episode two, uh, where John finally. Tells Danny what happened, right? Where he's the he's the true heir to the throne. So A, I think he's totally testing her to see like where her fucking priorities lie. And Homegirl gave the wrong fucking answer. You can see it on his face. He was just like <laughs> Okay, well, first off, let's take a step back. He, he's just like, yeah, well, blah, blah, blah. We're totally related. My name is Aegon Targaryen. You can see it in her face. She's calculating, calculating. But that means that you could be the heir to the Iron Throne. You have a stronger claim than I do. And you see it in his face where he's literally just like, bitch, did you not just hear the part where you're my aunt and I'm your nephew and we've been, you know, banging? I'm I just- mean, I, I mean, I'm sorry, but at this point, I think it's kind of normal for this for this world. Okay, yeah, I mean, yeah, I but mean, but the thing is, is also on a more serious tone. He was trying to see if she loved him more than the Iron Throne, because ultimately, as soon as she calculated it out and she was like, "Well, fuck you, you have the Iron Throne; it's yours." That's all she cared about at that moment. Which you could tell he was just like, "Well, you care about it more than you care 
Uh, you care more about the Iron Throne than you care about me, so I guess we'll see what happens. You have to realize, though, Daenerys, like, her whole existence, like, literally since her birth, was that she had to, she was brought up in the world where everyone is a fucking enemy, and she's the liberation to be able right. to take back the Iron Throne. So her reaction is completely justified, I believe. <laughs> Because uh, if you take that here, into account. Here is why it's not. Okay. Step one. John has never wanted fucking power. Ever. Ever. Right. But she doesn't know that. I think. Well, okay. First off, this relationship has been rushed dramatically. They're in this whole I love you stage. I'll do anything for you stage. And it's just not. It's not too normal? soon. Just too so, soon. So, I was going to say, okay, whatever, glue sticks. Too soon. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> um, he He's never wanted power, right? So in... You know, for a in guy my who mind, never wants power, he has a lot of fucking titles. Well, yeah, but, like, that's the thing. He only... He does it begrudgingly out of, like, duty. He totally followed the Ned Stark approach to everything. Pretty sure Ned Stark was just like, I don't want to fucking do all this shit, but I guess I have to because it's my duty. <laughs> like he didn't want to be captain of the Night's Watch either. Right. He he didn't want that shit. He's just like, sorry, well, Lord you know of the what? If if no one else is gonna do it, I guess I'll take up the fucking you know mantle. And go for it. Right. Well, I mean, he was warden of the North, king of the North, Lord Commander of the Night's Watch. Right. It's a lot of responsibility. Right. And now and now he's you know. Heir to the Iron Throne. In theory. In well, not in theory. I mean it's pretty much like that's established. Right. Well, it's established for the viewers. Also, funny funny thing about that is is that Bran knows, Sam knows, John knows, Danny knows. Those are the only four people, to my knowledge, that know about this. Right. So here here's how this could all just work out. John could be like, look, I know technically I'm Aegon Targaryen. No one else knows that but these two people. Just say, just saying. Uh, you could totally take the Iron Throne. I'll still be your bae. No worries. Uh, we'll just we'll get married and call it a day. No one would be the wiser. Not That's unless, not how this show works. Jeff. I know, I know. But no one would be the wiser unless, unless Sam just gets up and goes, yo, everybody... Everybody, this isn't Jon Snow. This is Aegon Targaryen. I have the the fucking facts to prove it. Well, assuming that, that but he doesn't well, actually. And the truth is in the Citadel. Because their their truth is based off of Bran's vision. And the only a piece way they know that he is the the son of uh, what's her brother's name? Who? Uh, Rick. Uh, Rhaegar. 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 Rhaegar Targaryen. The only reason they know that is because Bran saw it in a vision. There is no record of that. Yeah, there is. It's in the Citadel. That's what uh, Tully was able to read. No, what he read was that they were wed. Right. And they had a child. It was the combination And that, that they have a child. John, because with just Bran's vision, John's last name isn't Snow. It's what? Sand? Or Stone? No, Stone uh... is uh, King's Landing. So Sand. Maybe John Sand. And it was Harley's knowledge from Big Library Place that they were actually married, which is what makes him Targaryen. 
Right. Okay, so what you're saying is that there's literally no proof. There is proof that there was an Aegon Targaryen. Right. Well, and in the books, from the Citadel. there is there is a dude roaming well, around hold on, hold on, as hold on. Aegon Targaryen. So here, here's the thing, though. You're partially correct on that on that deal. So everyone. So the thing is, though, um, the truth is actually known to what was at that time the the Starks. They know who, or at least uh, what's his name, Ed Stark, knew exactly what was going on. Um, because he raised Lyanna, uh, Lyanna's child as his own saying that it was his bastard child. The thing is, though... Uh, but he was the, the only one who knew. The truth, right. Aside from the, the two that were involved, and, and then they died. Uh, so you're... Oh, oh, you know what? Now that I think about it, I guess how you, what you're saying, it, it makes sense. I mean, there's no proof other aside from that one piece of paper that's in the Citadel that says they're wed. And but that's not even proof. Because but she, that doesn't prove that John is... Aegon. That just proves that Aegon um, That just proves that Aegon is uh, <sighs> a legitimate son not that John is Aegon. Right, right. That there is an Aegon that's a legitimate son. So so, so then how did Tully come up with the fact that Jon Snow is the actual son? Wait, what? I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is, how did uh, what's his face? Um, isn't it Tully? Tarly? Tar uh, Samuel Tarly? Samuel, yeah. How did he know? How did he make the connection then? Wait, wait. Uh, say that again. No, he made the connection because what Bran said was that John was the son of Lyanna. Yeah, and but he wasn't there when Bran had his vision. Right, he wasn't. Sam Sam had this in, information separate from Bran's vision, and they never. I don't even think Sam and Bran ever talked. That was so yeah, that Sam and Bran talked. Of season seven was them talking about it. Hmm. Because at one point they're like, "Well, then that means he's a saint. He's a he's John. His his name is Sand, not Snow. Because he's not oh, a bastard right. of. He's not a bastard of the North. He's a bastard of the other lands." But that's but Sam then revealed that John was the legitimate son of Rhaegar and 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 Lyanna no, Stark. That's yeah. what Bran revealed, because only Bran knew that Ned took their son and swore never to reveal his true identity. I thought it was Bran that said he was John Sand, not Snow. No, Bran said that he's the target. He's a Targaryen. I don't feel like that's right. Well, no, no, no. Okay. Well, no, no, you're right. It, Bran said he's the son of. No, because Bran saw the wedding too. He saw it after the fact. That might have just been a scene for the viewers. Okay, hold on, hold on. Here we go. While reading the journal in, of High Septon Maynard, who was known for recording every minor detail in his life, Gully reads out loud to Samuel Tarley that Maynard issued an annulment for Prince Rhaegar, who remarried in a secret ceremony in Dorne. This alludes to Lyanna, whom Rhaegar had married after Maynard, 
annulled the marriage between Rhaegar and Aaliyah Martell through Samwell and Gully didn't realize it, but they didn't realize it at the time. When All they Bran knew was that it was a legitimate wedding. Right. Or it was a legitimate child. Okay, so that means Bran said that he was... He was. Sand, he believed not him. A snow. Right. Bran thought it was. He was sand, not snow. Uh, since he was born in Dorne, because he because he knew of the the birth. He saw the birth of Jon Snow. But then Samwell tells them, well, actually, Rhaegar Targaryen was married to Lenanna Stark, uh, according to this annulment and and marriage. Right, and that would actually make him a Targaryen because he would take on Bingo, because name. he was the firstborn son to Rhaegar Targaryen, who well, was heir right. to the throne. And it's just like Jessica said, that Sam was like, oh, here's the whole connections and blah, blah, blah. Right. And that's when Bran looked back, he saw the actual marriage, and he was like, right. oh, shit. Yeah. So, so, but that still means that there's no record that, that he uh, is the actual, took him right. in. Right, so it's just Bran's vision of him being born to Lyanna Le- no, but there is the, no record the, hold up though being, hold up though what? here's the thing there, there's no physical record but if if Bran survives then he and he's able to corroborate everything I mean there's no reason for no one to believe what he's saying is true right because he's no one even actually truly believes he's the three-eyed raven and re- I mean, like, it, there's like no real legitimacy to that title, in a sense where like, okay, that's like saying I'm the priest of, of uh, the Lord of Light, you know? Okay, Honestly, and what's the point? I think it's more about how nobody understands what the Three Eyed Raven is. Right. He has no way to really show anybody his powers. Exactly. Like he's not going around like floating books around him and stuff, showing that he's a fucking wizard. No, he's. He can see the future and the past, and he can warg into animals, which you can't really prove is you. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not going to get into a, oh, you say you can control that bird? Make it fly through this window and back out this window. I mean, they're not going to fucking do that. Right. Yeah. Like, can I just to talk everybody about... else, he's just, he's just a kid who's a little bit weird. Can I just talk that about Brian's of, uh, uh, best line in episode two? But the things we do for love. <laughs> oh yeah, that was great. <laughs> that was the point to uh, the the. That shut Jamie up real quick. Jamie yeah, just... no uh, that, okay, Fair enough. I'm dead. That's now. fair. That's fair. You can't. There's nothing you can say to that. <laughs> um, I don't know. I still think John Smoke is the uh, the best best thing in the whole damn episode. Oh no, there's uh, no arguing that. That was the best part of that fucking episode. um so i got a, I got a, I got a question uh do we feel how do we feel this uh next episode's gonna pan out are are we gonna see we know it's quite literally the battle's going to start practically immediately Mm -hmm. uh because everybody was you know, they interrupted John and Danny's conversation and everybody was starting to prepare for the battle. They showed the the White Walkers on little creepy horses. Right. Um, I think pretty much the entire episode, it's going to be kind of like the Battle of the Bastards. You're just going to have a fight for an entire episode. 
I'm sorry, and... but I feel like that'd be incredibly boring. What would be incredibly boring? Just a... a, a, a I mean, a... it's not just going to be a big fight scene where you're looking over the battle, seeing a whole bunch of fight. Like, they're going to make it interesting, obviously. Like, there's going to be a moment where, like, Arya saves the Hound's life or something. You know what? You know, just interactions between characters. They're going to make it really... They're probably going to make it really interesting. So, so I said that I haven't read any fan theories, and, and I came up with the idea that this isn't going to be the major uh, battle. And I feel like this is actually going to be more of a skirmish. Um, the reason why I felt that was because, uh, for one, uh, the, 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 Night's, the, the Night's Watch weren't killed in that, um, in that battle. Or, or when they they snuck into that one area where that you saw that one little girl that was, uh, in the in the symbol of the night of the night king, the kid that was yeah. a boy, that was a boy. Oh, whatever. Either way, it doesn't matter. That they was were Lord mutilated. Umber. Um, my thing is though is if you think about it, the the Night's Watch only saw a portion of the army. Uh and I feel like the army is much more vast and large than they realize. And so I feel like there's actually going to be a battle at, at, at Night's Landing that they're going to cut to uh, about halfway through episode three. I think what's going to happen is uh, the, the people who thought they were going to die, they're going to be alive. They're going to come out of this fight thinking, okay, how did we survive? And they get a emergency raven or something from Winterfell saying that uh, to Winterfell that's saying that King's Landing has fallen. I think that's how they're going to end the episode. I mean, yeah, it's it's going to be pretty much the entire episode is just a battle, though. It, it took 11 weeks to film this episode. All right. And the thing I think the reason why they're going to have to do it that way is because I think that. Uh, there's going to be two things that's going to happen. They have to eliminate Cersei as a competitor to the throne. Um, they have to make. No, I just away. think it's just karmic justice for her. To I, die. I'm not debating that, but I'm saying the as a writer and a cliche for HBO, I feel like how they would do it is that they would make it some way for Daenerys to kind of like. Uh, I guess you could say redeem herself as a as a uh, of, as a person of legitimate power uh, in the eyes of the viewers because at this point in time you don't really care if she dies or gets the throne because there's no you don't I, I mean like I feel like because of the fact that she reacted so poorly to Jon Snow uh, revealing that he's the legitimate in theory a leg, has a legitimate uh, right to the throne. Uh, you know that that kind of threw her her bid for power right off. Uh, I think this gives it a, gives them a chance to you know write in that Daenerys truly loves Jon Snow, and you know everyone's going to have a, a a a better ending if you will for the main characters. So I feel like what's going to end up happening is they're going to make it some way so that Sansa gets gets to keep the North. Uh, Jon Snow being not really at home in the North as much as he claims, will end up being king of the Iron Throne. And Daenerys his queen. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Do you think that would be a way for them to end it? No, see, I don't think Daenerys and Jon Snow both survive. No, I don't think so. 
I think that's think- their whole plan is like to end the whole banging your aunt thing. They're going to kill <laughs> wow. one of them off. Well, and also, I think, I hate to say it, but Daenerys is like fundamentally changed as a character over the course of several seasons. She's, I feel like she's probably she going to be started, axed. Well, no, it's, it's, it's more of that she, she started out with the best intentions. And then she, as she got later on down the road, she's like, you know what? I need to show, I need to show everybody who's boss. And I'm ruthless and pushy and entitled. And, well, and I hate to say it, but you know, got a, mad, she's got a twitchy trigger finger. The Mad King was 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 mad, but yep. you know, he was also pretty brutal. So was even ruthless. even before, you know, he kind of went mad. Mm-hmm. So and you, now you're saying like you think that Daenerys is following that the path? Yes. I think I think she's she's Fitting following that, very that well path. Right now. And it's gonna it's gonna bite her in the ass because you can already see in, in especially episode two where she tries to have a little heart to heart with Sansa and she's just like oh we're best of friends we both love your brother blah 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 and as soon as Sansa says well but what about the North what about like, the North she was and, like well what do you mean what about the North it belongs to me bitch right and she just like instantly recoils and you could just see like on her face she's just like this is a motherfucking bitch I'm gonna have to kill her. <laughs> yeah and no it's I, she's gotten it's it's not that she's greedy it's that she literally thinks everything belongs to her I, I i think she thinks that i don't know if it's even that i think it's more or less that she feels like you know what i feel like uh everyone is after the throne and 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 she has a right to think that um but she has to protect it at all costs that includes eliminating any potential uh threats to her power if you will and sansa is a threat to that power because she commands the north the north is the only reason that uh the the south or king's landing could stay intact and and that that being said they prefer to reign independent but loyal and i think that daenerys doesn't have the ability to keep that intact I don't know, like, I keep thinking that if she truly loves John, that why why the fuck is it such a big deal if she becomes ruler of the Six Kingdoms? Seven? Six. Minus the North. Minus ah, the North. Gotcha, That's what okay. I'm saying, well, like, why is it such a big still, deal? Isn't she still presiding over every place she just sold from, or sailed from? Yeah, like she's gonna be queen of more than six kingdoms, seven kingdoms. Technically, and the only reason I say technically is because when she would leave a place, it would get taken back over by the slavers. Right. So she kind of has to and be like in a seat of power. Her whole fucking army off of that continent. Right. So there's not really any like as as far as I'm concerned, that part of the world is just like not even. Um, it's not hers anymore. It was never considered part of the kingdoms. Right. All she cares about is Westeros, to be honest with you. But Westeros is yeah. the uh, citadel, if you will, of the Seven Kingdoms. No, Westeros is the entire continent of the Seven Kingdoms. Yeah, Westeros is the continent. King's I'm Landing right. is the That's is what the I'm throne. thinking of. I'm thinking of, yeah. So, then I guess, uh, you know, 
how why why would the north i i said like i'm thinking of then if the north stays under uh the typical kingdom of the seven kingdoms then you know i think it'd be more like there's a king for each kingdom but she uh, whoever rules the iron throne rules those kingdoms well, well, I mean, the best way that I can equate it right now is is that, like, in modern times, you have the Queen of the United mm-hmm. Kingdom. Scotland has their own president. Right. Ireland has their own president. It's the same concept. Right. She still has, like, she could still be like, yo, I need your fucking health, but it's a partnership. Right, like, right, right, right. And, like, I ultimately feel like that if she, you know... If if I were Daenerys' issues, I'd literally be like, you know what? Yes, I want the Seven Kingdoms, but out of respect for my lover person and the fact that, you know, this is his family too, blah, blah, blah. Like, just let Sansa fucking rule the North. Like, just give it to her. I mean, if you want peaceful reign, then mm-hmm. let be peaceful. Obviously, like taking things by force isn't the right way to go because we all see how that happens. Right, Phil doesn't fucking bend to that at all. So, I mean, I don't know. I think we have a lot of. Uh... I think by the end, John sits on the throne and he leaves Sansa in charge of the North, who is willing to follow John because they named him King of North. It's really strange because the more the I uh, I was thinking Daenerys was going to be on the throne, but the more the season goes on, just with these two episodes, I don't think she's going to survive. No. I mean, as a writer, she would be written off. They're making her more and more erratic, more and more unlikable for that reason. Uh, so because you know, why would you want to keep someone like that as as a uh, as a as a uh, well, she's a powder ruler. keg, right? She's a powder keg. You just don't know what what's going to happen. So, and the thing is, though, I think they're they're all starting to feel like she is because even uh, Tyrion is like, you know what, you're going to be wearing this medal before this is all over, referring to his hand of the king. Uh, oh, I mean, to be fair. Fucking he dumbass. He, he was a dumbass. Up. Like, yeah. come on. But it's... at the same at the same time, she is also kind of making it a bigger deal than it it it, is, it should be because if she, uh, you know, because she feels like if she decided to do it the way she wanted to, then it still would be no freaking winter, not Winterfell, the uh, uh, King's Landing, right? So. I think ultimately he did he made he made the smartest choice, but I, I almost feel like they're all kind of just doing damage control than actual like let me lead the next the the true queen, you know what I mean? Because why would Grey Worm want to leave if he feels like this is all worth it? Well, I think it's because he doesn't see him as a fundamental part of that army anymore i think he's it's not more like, i think he's, he's not tired necessary of no i just don't think it i think he's like you know what i've got something else to live for now this isn't my whole life now okay so i think he's i think he's pretty much like you know unsullied have been my family and my home but they 
will still function just as fine without me. Right. So, I don't know. What uh, do you think, Michael? I think the Unsullied are all going to be dead by the end of the battle, so... Except they're going to die at Winterfell? I mean, the vast majority of them, yeah. I think the, the Unsullied as a unit or as an army are no longer a thing by the end of the battle. Well, I think the other part is is that they're making such a big deal about this golden army, these mercenaries, that if if and in fact the the Night King does go to King's Landing first, he has a large ass army already there, primed and ready. He just has to kill them, and then they'll be his. Right. So you think that maybe it depends on how he kills them. I think the Battle of Winterfell is like a prelude to the actual battle of Winterfell. <laughs> no, I think, it's I, mean? become, I think it's going to become the battle of, of, of Westeros. It's going to be the battle of Westeros, but I think it's going to happen at Winterfell. I don't think it'll happen at Winterfell. Why? I think that he, like they'll, they'll go to King's Landing oh! for the final battle. Ow! Fuck. Sorry. I think they'll go to King's Landing for the final battle. I think that King's Landing is going to fall within the next two episodes. Uh, and then, like, they establish something new if they all survive. Uh, yeah. I think, you know, in order for Daenerys to survive all of this, the only thing they can do is completely destroy the kingdoms and let make her, force her to reevaluate her life. Actually, you know what would be a really interesting like shot is the uh King's Landing on fire and like the Iron Throne melting. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> like I just feel like that would be a really cool That would be shot. a true You know what that would be? That would be a true way for R.R. Martin to end his series. That would be that is like one of his like I would say that's one of the ways he would say yeah, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, but I think more this, this than that. This is what I think of you. I don't think it would be the the Iron Throne melting by accident. I think it would be John having the Iron Throne melted down or something. No. Oh, you mean like having one of his? If dragons? they're gonna melt the Iron Throne, yes, yeah. I, I mean, he's I'm... got he's got two dragons. Well, Daenerys has them now, but once Daenerys is dead, let's think about this. Hold on. Also, how did Daenerys not realize that only a Targaryen can ride a dragon? And Johnson will ride the dragon. Excuse me, <sighs> fuck man, I just yawned real bad. I don't think it ever crossed her mind. I think I think it literally like love clouded her uh, her vision. Love for snow. I think she's pretty much like, well, they love me, therefore they understand that I love him, and that this is all okay. So do you um, think her love is going to be? Uh, King I, I think I think there's going to be a great divide. Like the one of the dragon that he rode will probably choose him. Also, I just want to point out that the dragons totally respected Tyrion at one point as well when he released them. Me deciding yeah, but, not but he to didn't eat. climb onto them. Right. He also, didn't climb onto them. They didn't but eat there, him. There's always been a rumor that he is a secret Targaryen as well. Well, he kind of did allude to that possibility, didn't he? Uh, not necessarily. Mm, oh, yeah, Jessica's got a great question as well. What do you all think about the mountain and the hound? Do you think they'll fight each other? 
I fucking hope so. Like, finally Cle get a real Cle fucking Game fight. Bowl. Yeah, Clegane Bowl. I think that'll happen. Great if it finally fucking so, happens. And that's and that's the other thing. I think there's going to be one final stand at King's Landing. Clegane Bowl will happen. Cersei will probably be still alive because otherwise, like, what's the point of the mountain being there unless he's protecting, yeah. you know, White Cersei, <laughs> which would be kind of interesting. No, White see, Cersei. I think, I think somehow they have to beat back the dead at King's at, at Winterfell. Because think, otherwise, that's, the that's Game of Thrones saying. is no longer the Game of Thrones. It's you know the what, Game of Survival. You know what needs to happen? Uh, Mesmerelda, or whatever her name is. <laughs> oh, Jesus, fuck. She Melisandre. needs to be the queen because she's black. I'm tired of all these white people oh. running. The thing. Oh, he means Masande. Masande, no. yeah, there you go. God damn. Uh, David, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy you a fucking Game of Thrones dictionary. <laughs> Just a list of names with pictures, like that's a all list of names with pictures and pronunciation. I can't even say that name when he, even when I'm when I'm reading it. I'm looking at it right now. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I think I think what's going to happen is is that the army will be divided uh, between Winterfell and King's Landing, and then they'll have basically he'll you know figure it all out. Grey Worm uh, needs to be the king. Yeah. Maybe. Um, honestly, guys, I think this is about time for us to wrap it up. You're right, but I still got to say one thing. I I think it would be more hilarious if Jon Snow had blonde hair. I think that would have been more a, a a better way to do things. I mean, you don't know that he won't by the end of it. What do you? What is he going to sit there? He goes, "I am Rhaegar Targaryen," and all of a sudden his fucking hair gets blonde. Have we ever <laughs> seen him get burned by something? Oh, he could be reborn in flames. Oh, the Lord of the Flames. Hey, he's the knight. He's that flame not, king. Not Lord of Light. No, no. What, what, what was that? Uh, what was the prophecy again? Lord of something, Flames or some shit like that. Something, something, death and destruction. Oh God, you guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> we're not the ones like who the... don't fucking mispronounce all the character names. I, I, I never professed. To be a, that great of a of a fan, and you I know, on the other profess hand, to remember all the prophecies that have I'm ever surprised, Mister Fucking Encyclopedia Brown of Game Thrones. All I remember is is that okay? There, hold on, we gotta look this dude, up. There's a dude. There's a dude who has a very long name, who has a flaming sword, and he is the one who was promised. My hold on, prophecies, visions, and dreams. Blah blah blah. Song of Fire and Ice, blah, blah, blah. Okay, hold on, let me see it. Everyone wants to know the future until they know their own future. We know that, blah, blah. The Starks, Direwolves, I don't care about that. Brand, Green Sight, we know. Where the fuck is it? <laughs> uh, oh, here we go, here we go, hold on. According to the prophecy, our champion will be, born, will be reborn to wake the dragons from stone and reforge the great sword Lightbringer that defeated the darkness those thousands of years ago. If the old tales are true, a terrible weapon forged with a loving heart, wife's heart. Part of me thinks man will get rid of it, but great power requires great sacrifice. Okay, oh, so he gets that much Daenerys of Elise is heart. So Daenerys and Daener John are wed. You literally just heard me say it correctly. Yeah. Wait, what? 
Daenerys, <laughs> not Daenerys. Whatever. Is, her name's not Darius. I, but she has a great derriere. Aha. Anyways, continue. This fuck. Let, let, we need to wrap <laughs> this up. Finish. Finish your thought. So, so my thing is, if we if we go to the, according to the prophecy of the of the red priests, uh, Daenerys or Daenerys, sorry, Daenerys. This fuck. Da- Daenerys will give up something, or she will, she will for- help forge this weapon from her. I guess her one of her dying love or whatever. Um, they reforged the great sword Lightbringer, so I think maybe it has something to do with uh what they found with uh is it the wait what, there we what? go hold on hold on who <laughs> who gave wasn't uh that sword that Samwell gave him a copy of Lightbringer or something really similar? No. No? Oh, okay. Log Claw just happened to be a Valerian steel sword. Right. So that was it was it was melted down from Ned Stark's sword. Oh the Ned Stark's sword was split into two. One was made for John. And the other one was for House Tully. No, no, no. John No, John's John's came from Commander of the Night's Watch. Yes, the one but that there, was there down, is a sword. Oh yeah, because that one was yeah that one was supposed to go Jamie. to. That's right, and Jamie. Who was Joffrey. the other one for? Joffrey. But who has Joffrey's sword? Uh who has Joffrey's it's, sword? It's become very obvious, like that these Widows, swords are going to be well, a major. Oh no no, ja- Sir Jamie Lannister has it. Jamie has them both. Hold on, what was what was Ned Stark's sword called? Ice. Okay. Blah 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 blah. I don't want to actually buy the sword, but thank you. <laughs> so anyways, uh so I suspect that Jon Snow will forge a weapon or have a weapon forged uh to bring out to be called the Lightbringer um and defeat the the Night King in theory. That's how the, the tale that that's how this whole Oath prophecy Keeper. starts. Right. Oathkeeper was given to Brienne of Tarth. Oh right. Oathkeeper went from Tywin to Jamie and then from Jamie Jamie gave it to Brienne. Okay. Yes. Yep. Jamie has uh, or, Widow's Whale, which was Joffrey's. Or all these swords are supposed to come together to build the Lightbringer. No, that's not how it works at all. <laughs> With all powers combined. <laughs> it's a possibility. Oh my what? Alright, well... I think that's it, though. Jessica, thank you so much for uh, participating in the conversation. You've said some very good stuff. I appreciate you. Uh, to the rest of our viewers, thank you so much for joining us for Season 8, Episode 1 and 2 discussion. Uh, we'll be back for Episode 3, probably as a solo episode. Just, uh, shit's gonna, about to go down in Episode 3. I'm hoping that we'll be able to do this the same week the episode comes out. 
That'd be great. Promise anything. Because David's watching Avengers sometime this week. That week. Uh oh yeah okay so Man, just some, we're uh, gonna be busy with real reporters for the next month I know I know that's what I'm saying what's dead is, may never die all right so <laughs> we're we're the, some, what are you saying that we're the White Walker podcast I guess <laughs> for, for until Game of Thrones and uh, blah 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 is done <laughs> so and blah 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 and blah, blah 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 so uh, just some programming updates we're gonna be doing our regular podcast tomorrow hopefully if. Some other circumstances don't get resolved. Um, and basically, after that, uh, we'll be doing a Infinity War podcast. Not Infinity War, in-game podcast. In-game. in-game. Um, and we're all watching that kind of at a different time, so that's actually going to be coming out, I want to say, a Next week and week. a half later, after the, the movie actually... So it's out this week. It's out Thursday. I'm seeing it not this Sunday, but the Sunday after. David is watching it next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. I don't know when Michael is seeing it, if he is seeing it. Uh, I don't know exactly when I'm going to be seeing it. It might be a week and a half after it's out. I don't know when Todd is seeing it. Uh, but anywho, we're going to be basically doing an in-game spoiler filled podcast uh we'll give you some details about when that's going to drop we're doing a live stream for that um but keep and keep tuned into our game of thrones podcasts we're going to be doing kind of a live stream hopefully for each one moving forward uh they will be spoiler filled full of discussion theories all that good stuff just like tonight's episode if you did like this episode for tonight uh please catch our future live streams or you can subscribe to our podcast if you're just not listening to this like our channel rantymedia.com uh tell your friends about us yeah for the real for the real reporters feels really weird <laughs> to say that again real uh, reporters i've been host jeff stevens and i've had it with mr david feldman and mr michael fritz thank you good night good night bye